Hey, so it's Tara Payton here, and I am coming with a special episode for the podcast that is a little different, right? It's not an interview. It's not me coming to drop any gems on anything. It's really talking about sort of the evolution of um, the podcast, the evolution of my business, the evolution of me as a person, and how some things are changing, in particular, the podcast, right? So what I'm going to be talking to you about today is one, what prompted these changes? Two, why and how I decided to make these changes? And then three, what are the changes that we're making to the podcast? So um, I actually saw a, a meme or a reel on Instagram um, not too long ago where there's like this really buff guy and he is trying to rip an apple in half, right? And he starts to run out of breath he is sweating. He's like visibly tired from trying to rip an apple in half with his bare hands. And he eventually rips it in half and he feels accomplished and everything like that. But he's put in so much work to rip this apple in half. And then it cuts to a guy who doesn't have as many muscles, right? He has an apple and he pulls out a knife and he slices the apple and he eats it, <laughs> right? And so at the end of last year, I felt like the really buff guy trying to rip the apple with my bare hands, right? I was exhausted. I was, um, you know, I just didn't feel in alignment with what I was doing. I didn't really feel in alignment with my business. I didn't really feel in alignment with my messaging. I didn't really feel in alignment with a lot of things, right? As it pertains to my business, the podcast and things like that. And so I started to reflect as I do at the end of every year. And if you looked at my business on paper, it looked successful, right? We had great profit margins. We had great revenue. We were serving our clients. We were making an impact. But at the end of the day, I felt like the really buff guy who was exhausted trying to rip the apple in half when I wanted to feel like the guy who took out the knife, cut the apple, bit it, and went on about his business. And so, I decided at that time to really just get still, right? And what that means for me is I shut down my business. I decided that that was the, you know, last time I was going to actually sell my group coaching program and the structure that it was in. So some of the changes have been already made to the business. So I stopped selling my group coaching program. Um, I sold it for one last time as a group coaching program. It's now available as just a course. Um, and I really sat and took some time to figure out what was next for me. So one of the things I was missing was in-person connection, working with corporate clients, working with clients one-on-one. That's how I started my business. And I was craving that. And I wanted to bring some joy back into the structure of my business, right? Um, and at that time, I also went through, I started the process of going through a rebrand and working with a designer and a copywriter to rebrand my business, right? Because this evolution had come. I was impacting clients, but I wanted to impact them in a different way. And I needed my brand to represent me visual, visually through messaging, um, and I just really simply didn't want to DIY it myself anymore, right? And so all of this stuff is going on at the end of last year. And I'm going through this process and I essentially shut down my business, <laughs> like shut it down for a few months. Um, and again, it was really me trying to 
figure out what does this look like for me? How can I infuse joy into it? And so a few reasons why I was not experiencing the joy in my business is because I feel like there were aspects of me as a person that were not translating into my brand, right? And I'm still embracing the fact that I have a personal brand. Um, even though I have a company, there is a personal brand aspect of it. Um, but there are some things that people just may or may not know about me that I feel are important. And I I know that this comes from the conditioning and the messaging that I received when I was in undergrad and working in corporate America to keep my personal life personal and my business professional life professional, right? Keep those two things separate. But as I was building my business, I felt like I wanted to share more of who I am as a person because it's my business and I can do what I want with it, right? And if it's supposed to bring joy, why am I leaving aspects of who I am out of this experience, right? Now, that doesn't mean I'm gonna be out here telling all my business every day, telling y'all what I'm getting up, eating for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Like, no, I'm not turning into um, an influencer or anything like that. It's just infusing who I am at the core into my business in a different way, right? And so, for instance, some of you may or may not know, I've been vegan for 12 years. Um, I'm very health conscious. I'm very conscious about the earth. I'm very conscious about mental health. Um, and it's very important to me. It's always been important to me. These are things before they even had words formed around them in this new trendy culture that were important to me. I, uh, my approach to life and spirituality is very different. Some people may say it's unorthodox, right? You know, I pray, I meditate, I got my crystals and my sage, my Palo Santo, um, you know, and, and I use the, the tools and the modalities that are available to me that help me define what spirituality looks like for me, right? And so for some people, it may not work and that's fine. Some people may think I'm crazy. That's fine too. You know, I don't really get caught up on that because it's who I am. Um, and so, you know, my friends tell me I'm a very grounded person, right? And so a part of me being very grounded is me understanding who I am, understanding what I need and understanding what I don't need and not really feeling like I'm missing out on life in any way because I'm not doing something that other people are doing, right? So for instance, this past birthday, I had some people probably think I'm crazy. I spent it by myself in a spa, chilling, right? Now, that's not to say some years I might want to turn up and have a party and be out, but you know, I just do things in the flow of who I am and what is going to serve me the best at that time, at that present moment. And so all of this, I say all these things to say, like there are many different aspects of who I am as a person that can also lend themselves to what I do or who I am as a marketing strategist, right? And so I kind of felt like the marketing strategy was starting to kind of restraint and confine me into this box. Whereas before we had LinkedIn for professional stuff. But it was bleeding over into Instagram and Twitter and everything. And I understand using those platforms to market your business and promote your services. But for me, I felt like it was just that, right? It was just that element. And so I took that pause and I decided that it was time to pivot, right? 
And I want to share a quote with you from Eric Reese that says, a pivot is a change in strategy, not a change in the vision. So if you are someone who is thinking about making a change, thinking about pivoting, um, considering a pivot, but you feel like it's going to take you off course, it's not that, right? You're just changing your strategy. And for me in my career and personally in life, I've had so many different pivots that it's okay to pivot. Like I know it's okay to pivot. It's okay to change things, especially if you're not happy, if you're not feeling it, if it's not aligned, right? It's totally okay to go in a different direction. I don't care how far you've gotten. Like I said, on paper, my business was doing what it did, right? It was doing the damn thing, but I was not fulfilled. I did not feel happiness. I did not feel joy. And so, you know, tapping into these, these elements, these sides, these different sides of who I am as a person, um, we'll explore that on this next season of the podcast. And the change, which you all have so grac- graciously listened to this point, <laughs> let me reveal what the change is going to be. We're changing the name of the podcast, right? So it's going from Stacking M's, which is very, yeah, we want to make money. We want to do marketing and we want to talk about mindset, right? I had that mindset piece in there and fused in there, but it just really didn't get touched on that much for me. And so moving into this next season of the podcast, the name is going to be changing from Stacking M's to Found the Flow. And so I hope that in this new season of the podcast, that it helps you because it's already helped me. It's helped me tap into all sides of who I am as a person, as well as tapping into the different sides of and aspects of people, um, of the guests that I'm going to have on this season. So my hope is that it helps you tap into all the sides of you as a person, right? If you are um, considering making a change in your life, that you can tap into all of those sides and use that to help you get to this place of joy, especially as an entrepreneur, right? Um, And get comfortable with these other aspects of yourself and who they are and how you show up and how you want to infuse that into your business that you're building, right? And again, I'm not saying go tell all your personal business. It's talking about how do you bring elements of you into what you're building. So that is the change. (laughs) Um, I also hope that you all, uh, you know, resonate with the stories, the vulnerabilities, the experiences, the experiences and everything in between that is going to happen on this season of Found the Flow. And I truly, truly hope that you are able to find your flow as a person, as an entrepreneur, as a CEO, as a mom, as a sister, as a husband, as a brother, whoever you are listening, right? There's so many aspects of who you are that you're not just stuck in the chokehold of one element. Okay, so that is it. <laughs> That's the change. That's what's happening with Stacking M's. Um, you know, you got a whole first season to listen to all the marketing gyms and things like that, but Found the Flow is now here, right? We're into finding our flow. And I want you to take a listen to some of the conversations and experiences that are going to be happening on this season so you can hear the difference in what we're going through and what we're talking about this season for yourself. So take a listen and I will see y'all throughout this season and on the episodes and I would love to hear what it is that you think about it. 
So one of the things I say to my clients and I say to new people who are um, looking for a coach, when they say, why would I pay you when I can just Google it or YouTube? I say to them, you don't even know what to YouTube or Google. You don't know what you don't know until you know that you didn't know it. I do think if you are aware of the problems and the disadvantages and, and, and the gaps and wealth and opportunities for people of color, you are a part of the problem if you do not pay it for and help open that door for other people. Because don't fall for statements, fall for results, okay? How many people have you invested in that identify as women or people of color? So the people who do make it from the, the demographic of women or people of color um, who have the opportunity to give back, they need to be more intentional with how they give back and, and fact checking these companies they get their money to and then I think white men the ones who are quote woke they need to check these other white boys the biggest transformation that I feel like I give to my clients in order for them to manifest is that inner transformation that becoming her because I just refuse to dive into after meeting you five minutes ago oh let's dive into six figures no let's dive into why you are where you are what led you to feel like complacency was okay for you um you know i spent thousands of dollars mm -hmm. building this thing made thousands of dollars but at the end of the day i'm not here to do things that i don't enjoy especially as an entrepreneur yes right if i'm charting my own course, if I'm building this business, if I am doing something that I'm supposed to be proud of and I don't enjoy it, then I might as well get a corporate job. This is going to be a series where I'm going to talk to you about the founder identities. Now, you may be sitting there like, what is a founder identity? The founder identities is an evolution of six phases that founders that I have typically seen go through throughout their founder journey to becoming a CEO, entrepreneur, etc. If you are in the flow, I applaud you. If you are in the frantic stage, I applaud you, but keep going. If you are in the, um, the uh, frustrated stage, I applaud you, keep going. If you are in the unfulfilled stage, I applaud you, keep going. If you are in the focused stage, the fulfilled stage, I applaud you, continue to keep going, right? Because the journey continues to get greater and greater as you keep going. Remember, one foot in front of another and do not stop.